Tony, we're going to talk about MIGAs today. Uh-oh. 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 Warning. Terminology that I've never heard before. Warning. <laughs> right? <laughs> This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Foley, Jeff Quick, and Tony Shore, and welcome to this week's episode of Paladin Financial Talk. We've got a great show lined up for you today. Jeff and I have, in particular, have been drinking coffee for two hours now, getting ready for the show. I don't know about Tony. What have you been? What have you been up to? Yeah, I've uh, I've had some coffee today just to try to keep up with you guys. You guys are always full of energy and ideas, and I'm like, whoa, you guys are wearing me out, and especially today with the uh, the terminology. So a lot of our listeners, I bet, don't understand or quite know what a MIGA is or what that stands for. So I'm or glad after they listen to this, don't care. Uh, no, no, no. Come on. Come on. Robinson. Danger. No, Will Robinson. Danger. All right. So, uh, no, people are going to be, this is good because it's important, especially right now. Uh, I've been great though. Thanks for asking. Jeff Quick is with us. So we've got, you can never have too many Jeffs. We've got Jeff Foley, our host and our other host, Jeff Quick. Now, Jeff, how are you doing? You've been drinking coffee as well, right? I have. I may have mixed in an energy drink as well. No, oh, gosh. No, oh, no. Wow. <laughs> that's uh, that's um, uh, performance-enhancing drugs for financial planning. Yes, and, I've overserved myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's why your last name is Quick, probably, right? I mean, oh, you're just trying to gosh. live up to your name, right? Oh. <laughs> yeah, was that bad? Yeah, I, I could get out a dad joke if you want, Tony. <laughs> All right. That's magical. So, oh. uh, guys, uh, where do you want to begin with this topic? Well, yeah, we, we've uh, we've talked about MIGAs. What, what exactly is a MIGA? Multi-year guaranteed annuity. So the, a MIGA, they're sometimes called LTGAs, long-term guaranteed annuities, but we're going to use MIGA today. That's It just feels right. But it's a multi-year guaranteed annuity. So that's a type of fixed annuity, and it gives you a guaranteed interest rate for a specific number of years, two years, three years, five years. You know exactly what you're going to get during that period of time. And with a MIGA, the owner of the policy makes typically a lump sum payment into the insurance company, their contribution, and the insurance company then promises to pay a guaranteed interest rate over a certain number of years. And at the end of the term, you can decide whether you want a lump sum payment of that amount or take that income out over time or move it to another institution and do something different with it. So that's the general concept of getting a rate guarantee for a specified period of time. Well, that sounds good. So uh, obviously there are uh, pros and cons. It depends on your situation. Uh, Jeff, quick, what are some of the benefits uh, of a MIGA? Yeah, gl glad you asked, Tony. The main benefits of a MIGA is the guaranteed interest rate 
as Jeff mentioned, which provides a predictable and secure source of income. They're also a very low risk investment option as they're backed by the financial stability of the insurance company. Uh, additionally, the interest earned on Amiga is tax deferred, allowing for potential tax savings. Now, I know Jeff Foley has been speaking with his clients about these quite a bit lately. Um, so maybe you could speak to Jeff. What type of individual is Amiga most suitable for? Yeah, we've been talking about these a lot more recently because of interest rates having increased so much even in the last few months. So that makes these a lot more uh, attractive for people, but they're suitable generally for people that are looking for a low risk investment. So something safe, safer has a guaranteed return and particularly the people that are among retirees or those nearing retirement who want a secure source of return or income. And they can be useful for people that are looking to save for a particular goal, like a, you know, a child's college education or grandkid, and they want to ensure the funds that are going to be there when they need them. So liking the idea of getting that, I know what I'm going to get for a rate of return for a period of time. So th that makes sense. So, um, I, I know that uh, you guys have talked about these before on the show. Uh, what are some of the best uses for Amiga then? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for retirees or people that are getting close to retirement, one of the ways that those are used is guaranteed income. So if you know you're getting X percent a year of interest on that annuity, you can set it up to have that interest paid out to you automatically as income every month or every quarter. So, you know, if I need X dollars a month of income, you can have a certain portion of that guaranteed through the interest rate that that is offering. So that can be appealing for the people that want a stable income stream for a specified number of years or people that might be generally more aggressive. But if the stock market's down, you don't want to pull money out of a S&P 500 index fund. You're paying 0.04% on it, but it's down 15%, not the time to tap into that. So let's have safer things in the barn that we can pull out and use for income when the market is down. So that's a good option. Number two would be saving for a specific goal. So they can be used to set up and say, you know what, I need to save, I want $100,000 at the end of this period of time. If I back out the math and I put in $90,000 and I'm getting a guaranteed X percent rate of return, that's going to get me to that income, that goal of $100,000 when I, I need that or college education or a gift or a new car, or whatever it might be. And that guaranteed interest rate and the fact that the funds are locked in for a set period of time can also give you peace of mind knowing the funds are going to be available when you need them. So that's a big reason. Another one is diversification. As we talked about, if the market's down, let's pull money out of safer things so you can add diversification to your investment portfolio, regardless of your risk level. And because those are a safer investment, they can help balance out your more aggressive investments such as stocks and give you more stability. Another option is minimizing taxes. And I'll give you an example of someone actually just met with today, a client of ours, where you have money sitting in the bank, you're earning 0.01% or let's say you're in a high yield savings account, you're earning 3% on that you're paying taxes on that income. So it's really 3% less taxes. And then if we want to factor in inflation, you have to subtract inflation off that. So let's say the bank is giving you 3%, you're paying 20% in taxes and inflation this year is 4%. 
you paid the bank money to hold on to that. So with a multi-year guaranteed annuity, if that's safe money you don't need immediately, you could use that and get a higher rate of return on it and receive tax deferral until you, until you take that money out. So the money that you have can compound over time. So a couple I was meeting with today are existing clients and they always have more than enough money sitting in cash in the bank. And we added it up. They had in this example, 150,000 sitting in cash. And that m- the amount keeps increasing each year because they have more coming in than they, they have going out. They're in retirement. So we looked at, well, how much do you want in an emergency fund? The answer was 50,000. So we take 150,000, take off 50 for the emergency fund. They're still in committee on whether or not they're going to replace their car. Let's say that's another 40,000. So take 40 off of that. So they had about 60,000 or so excess cash that the bank is enjoying them sitting on. Instead, we're going to redeploy that, put that into a three-year rate guarantee, and they're going to make a lot more interest on that money and it's there if they need it. Wow. Well, that sounds very advantageous and it sounds like there are a lot of benefits to MIGAs. So are there any drawbacks? You know, Tony, there are a few and it's interesting that you, you know, you looked at me to give the, the negatives of the MIGA. <laughs> I did. I turned mm. right to you. How rude. <laughs> so a couple things to, to be aware of, uh, low returns, uh, the guaranteed interest rate offered by a MIGA is typically lower than other investment options such as stocks or bonds. Now that's partly because it is guaranteed. So they're not gonna guarantee you a higher interest rate than you could earn by taking on some additional risk. So you wanna be aware of potentially low low returns. There are also some flexibility concerns. Once the funds are invested into the MIGA, they're not always easily accessible, at least without penalties. So you wanna be aware of that and make sure your need aligns with the time frame of when these funds would become available due to some lack of liquidity. So you want to be aware of that. Um, again, the, the, the low interest rates offered by the MIGA is typically lower than those other investments. But the other thing is the uh, interest rate risk you want to be aware of. While the rate you get on a MIGA today may be satisfactory for you, uh, if interest rates do rise um, as well as inflation, that return you're guaranteed may not be as advantageous as it was at the time of investing into the MIGA. So you want to be aware of that. Um, the other risk, of course, is you are depending on the insurance company. Okay, so you want to make sure you're investing with a stable institution so you can rest assured that that money is going to be there when you need it. But as far as if I could stop you there for a second and ask a quick question, Jeff, um, the, uh, you talked about, um, accessing the money, the liquidity and Hey, if it's in there and the interest rates uh, go up, you're not, you know, then you could, you might be missing out on that, but these aren't typically long-term investments, right? Amiga, it's pretty short term, isn't it? They can be, they range anywhere from three to typically seven years, maybe okay. as long as 10. Oh, okay. uh, r- right now though, Tony, with interest rates rising and we do have that inverted yield curve, you can get a, a nice return on a short-term investment such as a three-year MIGA. Sure. So you do not have to go long-term. Yeah, because three years is reasonable as far as liquidity and, and for, for a lot <laughs> of people out there. I mean, everybody's situation is different, of course. 
to me, if it were my money, I was just like, oh, three years. That's not tying it up for that long. So, And depending on the, the company and the product, as we've talked about before, you'll have different options on how you could pull money out, like 10% of the account value each year after the first year. Sometimes they offer it in the, in, in the first year or you could take interest only. Uh, there are nursing home waivers, a lot of different ways that you could access it oh, if wow. you need it. But That's nice. Yeah. yeah, sometimes there are there are actually additional riders you can buy too to increase liquidity. Typically, you're not really purchasing them, but they may decrease the guaranteed rate of return in exchange for more liquidity. So sure. you just want to consult with your financial professional and make sure the timing aligns with your goals and your needs. Yeah, sure. that's a good point. You can customize what you're looking for, when you need the money, how you're planning on using it. Yeah, those are yeah, those are good. Well, they sound a lot like CDs in a way. Uh, what's the difference between a certificate of deposit or a CD you might get at a bank and a MIGA? Yeah, they're similar in the sense where you have a rate guarantee. If you go to the bank and you say, "I want a nine-month CD," they're going to give you just a teeny bit of interest. But if you do a three-year or five-year CD, they have use of that money longer. They're going to give you a higher rate on that money while that's there, higher guarantee. So that's a similarity where the differences are is the multi-year guaranteed annuity. It offers a guaranteed interest rate for a specified number of years, let's say three to 10. The CD might also offer that uh, guaranteed rate, but usually they're shorter in term. You don't usually see as long of a term options on CDs. That's one. And number two, access to the funds with a multi-year guaranteed annuity the funds might be locked in for that entire term and you can't access it until the end of the term or it might not. And most of the ones that we utilize, you can tap into that beforehand um, with an annuity. If you take more out than the free withdrawal provision allows, you pay what's called the surrender penalty. In the bank side, you pay an interest penalty. So if you commit to a three-year CD with a bank and you pull money out too soon, you might pay a six-month um, interest penalty. They were planning on lending your money out to others for that three years. If you need it back sooner, there's going to be a cost of that. Same thing with an annuity. So you want to be aware of what that looks like. Um, tax implications, we can discuss with a, the annuity that grows tax deferred. So more of that money is staying to work, going to work for you. And you decide you control when you pay taxes by pulling the money out. And for some people, you know, there are people we've met with that are serial CD purchasers. They buy a three-year, another three-year, another three-year. They're 15, 18 years in of buying, you know, three-year CDs. With an annuity, that money that you keep moving into different ones to get better rates potentially along the way, that money is continuing to grow tax-deferred versus the CD you paid taxes along the way. So the annuity would provide that compound growth over time. Well, that's a big advantage. Yeah, that's, that's good to note. Yeah, it is. That, that can add up. Um, uh, the annuity is backed through an insurance company compared to a bank for the CD side. And usually the annuities offer higher returns than CDs in most rate environments. So that's a plus on the annuity side. Um, and again, they're, they're both relatively low risk. So th those are some of the differences. Well, that, that's huge, and it sounds like there are a lot of benefits to MIGAs over CDs. What type of interest rates are available out there? Uh, you know, the rate depends on a couple of factors, Tony, as we discussed. One is, number one, the length of the MIGA. Generally, the longer the commitment, the higher the rate of return. Another factor that influences the rate you receive 
is the initial premium. Oftentimes, if you put in an excess of $50,000 or $100,000, they will also increase that interest rate due to the level of commitment. Um, there could be riders as well that may impact that rate. I talked about a few of them as far as free withdrawals, uh, withdrawals of interest only. There are other things you can add to make them more liquid and minimize some of the penalties that you may may incur. Yeah, that's that's really good to note. Obviously, uh, it's important. Other than the the length of the annuity and interest rate, are there any other factors that our listeners should be aware of when they're comparing MIGAs? Yeah, there's a lot of different companies, products, op- options out there. It's like anything. You can dial it in and have it customized based on your particular needs. Well, we- we do at Paladin Financial as independent advisors, we can sort through all the companies that are out there and choose the right one based on a person's situation versus if we were sitting in um, uh, Brand X and we were advisors there, we're usually limited to the house brand that can be offered, but an independent advisor can choose what's the best thing out there. We're not tied to any company. So we literally have dozens of different options for those if it's the right fit. And that's something that we can help you to navigate is you might not be a good fit for this. People sometimes are attracted to things and you dig in and ask some good questions and it's not the right tool. We should be using something else. So um, give us a call and we can help you to navigate this as if this is of interest to you or you have other questions about retirement, investments, taxes, income planning, Social Security, pensions, all the fun stuff we like to, to kick around here at Paladin Financial. All of our clients have what's called a Paladin plan. So we evaluate a number of different areas. We look at your goals and dreams and we look at risk management. We look at income. We look at taxes. We look at legacy and enhanced planning and also investment. So we have a comprehensive plan to help address all of these things that we talk about on the show and would love the opportunity to serve anyone that's listening. Please give us a call at 651-842-8406 and schedule time to come in and meet with us for a complimentary second opinion on your plan and walk out with your own Paladin plan. So thank you all very much for listening. Tony, Jeff, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Annuities are designed for long-term accumulation of money. Surrender and withdrawal fees may apply on early withdrawals. Annuity withdrawals are subject to income tax, and withdrawals prior to age 59 and one-half may also be subject to an IRS penalty, not FDIC NCUA insured, and may lose value. Products and services may not be available in all states.